and I know all of us are are very familiar with what's going on in our world now. Sad. It's it's sad to watch. It's hard to watch. It's heartbreaking to watch everything that's happening. And it just, I don't even know, I don't think any of us have words to really describe what we see happening. But one thing that really gives me encouragement, and I know it does as you well, is, is the darkest hour for our nation can really be the brightest hour for our church and for our churches. You know, I got to thinking about Jesus's time on earth. There were a lot of riots going on during Jesus's time on earth. Uh, a lot of the Jewish zealots were leading riots against the Romans. So there were always riots happening. One of the things that I got to thinking about Jesus is how consistent he stayed during the chaos that he was involved in. He never forgot his purpose. He never forgot his mission. He never forgot why the Father sent him to this earth, which was to seek and save the lost, which, which, which was to be a light to the Gentiles. Sometimes as a church or as Christians and believers, it's like we want to blame ourselves or the church. Something's wrong with the church and the church needs to get it together. And that's why God's allowing all this to happen. And my understanding is when, when sin entered the human race, acts of unlove entered the human race. We saw the first murder happen after sin entered the human race, which was the first act of the first major act of unlove. We saw arguing among Adam and Eve. We saw blaming each other. We saw blaming the serpent. We saw blaming God. I mean, we saw chaos happen immediately when sin entered the, sin entered the human race. And ever since that point, God's been on a rescue mission. He's been on a mission of restoration to restore people to the purpose which they were created. And, and so when Jesus was on the earth, he came as a light to the world. And in order to be a light, there has to be darkness because if, if there's light, there's no need for light. But Jesus came into a dark world. He came into a spiritually dead world. We're looking at that when we turn our TVs on at nighttime or even in the daytime. We see darkness and we see death. And, and when, I, when I think about darkness and death, I think about death as a spiritual, spiritual disconnection from God. Darkness is hopelessness, meaninglessness, a life without purpose. And so we're seeing, when we turn on our TVs, we're seeing the reality of humanity separated from a God who loves them. But God has not stopped loving humanity. He still, he still loves us. He still loves the, the lost. And so when I think about the church, I'm thinking this is our finest hour. Paul, when he talks to the Philippian church, he writes in Philippians chapter 2. He says that the church would shine like the stars of the universe. That the church in Philippi would be a church that shines within its city like the stars of the universe. Now think about stars. What's needed for a star to shine is darkness. And so the darker the night sky, the brighter the stars that can shine. So I think a lot of times when we see the chaos around and what's going on, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get down. It's easy to get pessimistic or boy, God's really, he's not happy with the world. He's not happy with the church, God is not happy with what's going on, but he's, he loves everybody. That's why Christ went to the cross. 
he, he loves everybody and he died for everybody. And so I'm as heartbroken as any of us are. And I know we all are heartbroken and it's hard to watch, but I just want to encourage you guys. We are a part of the greatest and I'm going to refer to the church as an organization right now. And I know a lot of times people say organism, whichever one organism, organization, whichever one we want to say, we're a part of the greatest organization on earth. NASA just sent men into space this week, which is a phenomenal uh, event. But what NASA does in sending men to space, the church is a million times more important on this earth than NASA is. NASA can send men to the moon, but we can send people to heaven through Christ. And so what we do matters. What we do on earth matters. Our church matters. Our ministries matter. Our meetings matter. Everything we do matters. And so I just want to encourage you guys. This can be our brightest hour. We can shine the love of Christ into the darkness of our world. We can give people hope because you and I are going to be talking to a lot of people who are neighbors, our friends, people we see out and about, people we go to church with who are just, they're down, they're discouraged, they're hopeless. They're wondering what's going on in the world, what's happening. Hey, we know how it ends, uh, Revelation 22. And, and God operates on a clock and God operates on a calendar. And God is working all things out. And he's patient because he doesn't want anybody to perish. Because the thought would be, I just wish Jesus would come back now. Or if we did, I've got people in my family who don't know Christ. And you may have some people in your family who don't know Christ. And that's the, why doesn't God come make everything right right now? Because not everybody knows him right now. And he, wants, he strongly desires for people to come to know him. That's why Christ went to the cross. So encourage people when, when they're wanting to get down and discouraged and oh my gosh the world's falling apart and the church is falling apart and the united states is falling apart we've got to be like jesus in the middle of all this chaos we want to stay focused on why we're here to reach the lost to seek the lost to help bring people to know him personally and jesus just stayed so focused and after jesus rose from the dead he ascended into heaven and then he takes the most radical person who was causing the most chaos on the earth at that point in time, which was the Apostle Paul. Well, Saul at the time, right? He wasn't the Apostle Paul. He was Saul. He was causing chaos, conflict, rioting. He was angry. He was mad. And on the way to Damascus to even cause more chaos in the city of Damascus, the resurrected Jesus appeared to this chaotic man, causing all the problems. He revealed to him the gospel of grace. And so Acts 20, 23 through 24 reads like this. This is Paul talking, and he's talking about the commission the Lord Jesus gave him. Paul says, the Holy Spirit warns me that as I go into cities, hardships and difficulties are awaiting me. So in the cities that Paul was going into, there were difficulties in the cities. There were hardships in the cities. And so to expect to live in an America where there are no, where all the cities, everything's going right in the cities. I think we would probably be more unsurprised by knowing what, I'm not surprised that things are falling apart. I mean, that's, that's humanity apart from God. I'm surprised it didn't happen a long, long time ago. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. 
that's humanity separated from the love of God. That's how humanity disconnected from God acts with, with the violence, with, with the violence. And I, I know the protest and the, the warning justice and, and warning everybody treated fairly and warning life to be right for people. I mean, what happened to George Floyd should have never happened. And the protesters are right in protesting about that. But here's what Paul said. The Holy Spirit warns me that as I go into cities, hardships and difficulties await me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. And here's where Paul stayed focused in the chaos of the cities. He said, if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. So he didn't get caught up in the chaos. He said, my task is to complete the work the Lord Jesus has given me, which is the work of telling others about the gospel of God's grace. And that's Acts 20, 23 through 24. So Paul viewed humanity as people who needed the love of Jesus, as people who needed the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I think it's probably verse 14, he says, the love of Christ compels me because I am convinced that one died for all, therefore all died. Here's what Paul's not saying there. Paul's not saying his love for Jesus compels him. Paul's not saying, because I love Jesus, I'm compelled. It, no, he says, because Jesus loves humanity so much, and because Jesus died for all humanity, Jesus's love for humanity compels me to go into these cities and into these dark, dead places and share the love of Jesus with people and share the light of Jesus with people. And so we're compelled by the same love of Christ. Seeing what we see going on, Christ died for everyone. And so our mission of sharing the gospel of grace is still the same. We want to stay focused like Paul did. And we want to shine the light and the love of Jesus into a dark, dead world. Our, our, our mission has not changed one bit. Our reason for being on this earth has not changed one bit. Everything's going to change. It'll be something else next year. But one thing that will never change is we're the body of Christ on earth. We're his hands, we're his feet, we're his love, we're his words, we're his kindness, we're his hope. What we do matters. NASA put, the, put people in space this week, right? We're going to keep putting people in heaven no matter what kind of chaos is going on. We're not going to get down. We're not going to get discouraged. We're not going to get hopeless. We're not going to fear the world's falling apart and the sky's caving in and what's happening to the United States and what's happening with the church. We're not going down those, those roads. Uh, we're believing that the Lord is doing something great within the church, and he is, he is positioning us to shine brighter than we've ever, than we ever had the opportunity to shine before. And we get to be a part of it. That's the beauty of it. We get to be a part of this darkness and shining the light as, as stars of the universe, shining the light of his love and grace and truth in this world. And I, there's nothing else I'd rather do than shine the light of Christ into a dark, dead world. And, and so uh, I get, I get to do it with people like y'all.